Big win for the Patriots versus the Ravens behind the ageless one to Tom Brady's 400-plus yards and three touchdowns. We'll talk all about that and look ahead to the Broncos game all this week on Patriots Rap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, Sing it. Bono Vox. Oh, get it. Name back in the choir, I think, back at St. T's. <laughs> Bono, Bono Vox. Latin for good voice. Well, it seems appropriate. The Patriots are headed to some elevation. They're heading up to Mile High. The old Mile High try to avenge last year's AFC championship loss. We try not not to think about that. Not Brady's favorite place to play. Yeah. Oddly enough, a clue on um, Sports Jeopardy regarding that very podcast. Really? Yeah. I'll send you the link. Send you the link. Send it over. Um, Yeah. Well, welcome, Patriot Nation, to another edition of Patriots Rap 360, our midweek rebelless discussion on all things Patriots. With me per usual is Denny Harris. Denny, why don't you tell the folks who you are, where they can reach you, anything else you want to tell them. Sounds good. The name's Denny Harris, and yeah, I'm on Twitter at dehas, D-E-E-H-A-A-S, as usual. Mike Conley, not on Twitter still. That's true. That's true. Holding out until the year 2017, just around the corner. It's still going to be... It's going to be... Heavy social media presence in your future. It will see. We shall see. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's a huge win. I mean, we're going to talk about going a mile high here in just a little bit, now that Bono's faded out, but uh, we're going to talk about the big win versus the Ravens. Huge. You know, and i got to tell you, the moment my prediction because i never like to make predictions yes. passed through my lips i was regretting it i had like a hole in my stomach <laughs> i was all surprised. the way up until kickoff i was surprised you know? i never i don't know the last time i heard you be so confident right going into a game. right it, i think it was just like like because i was uneasy about the game so yeah. i was just trying to convince myself yeah but i mean it was looking there towards the end of the first half like yeah. maybe i'm right on the beam i mean you can nitpick games but that honestly that game aside from a few big momentous plays that were hopefully easily fixable mm-hmm. uh, the pats won that game handily I, they were clearly the better team in my opinion yes it, and you know what's good what we always kind of point to on this on this uh program is the pats getting that win but also there being a tremendous amount of coaching points yes that plenty, coach can point to plenty of that there plenty of that maybe some uh points where bill can question himself in that game as well oof yeah. After all the talk all week about Cyrus and every media outlet, including Pat throughout 360, yeah, I mean, if we're questioning it, they they get, they just run the dude out there again, and yeah, I mean, where are you at on him? How are you feeling? Is he done? Is he? I mean, he must be like a transcendent talent for them to be giving him this much rope. I'm glad you brought that up. I was yeah. thinking the same thing. It's like unless his ceiling is so high, I mean, this kid better be the second coming of Daryl Green, right? If he's like gonna be getting this you know be able to muff this right. many punts even the one in the first half right that he almost went up on and then ran away from that almost hit him yeah it's it, just oh man it's it's rough i mean we've talked about i forget what we were referring to it earlier this year but it, it is almost it's totally in his head now and it's like you feel for the guy that said you don't want this guy 
impact in the outcome of your game, especially when the stakes are high. Yeah. You know? I mean, you got Patty Chung back there right. catching punts now. And he returned one, too. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like I, I, I'm almost like he's still playing with house money. Just run him out there again. You know, we can't we can't do it in a playoff, but if he yeah, can... it's it's one approach or the other. I feel like either now you have to force it and just make him get through it, and it's just I mean I think the kids should just be doing nothing but fielding punts at practice all day, just fielding punts, fielding right. punts, fielding, until it's just that's all he's doing. He's fielding punts in his sleep, or you just shelf him till next year. I mean, he's too high of a pick to to release or anything. I don't think they're going to do anything drastic like that. He's he also looks, provides depth, you know, in the cornerback department. Shaky depth, though. I mean, there's other guys that are, you know, you can make some roster adjust, roster adjustments yeah. here. I don't know. I just don't know if Easy we'll see if say. if Rose healthy how that's going to impact things moving forward. And I don't know. I, I just feel like it's, I'm going to be a little surprised if we see him again in that in that role, but. Limited practice today, Eric Rowe, by the way. There it is. Um, yeah, I mean, I, the kid, and, you know, like we, we were saying last week, he did have kind of a similar thing in college where he right. eventually got over the hump, but this hump seems it's a big, a big hump. hump. Morris a, the Camel has three <laughs> oh, humps. Wow. Oh, man. Something like that. The funny thing is, is like... <laughs> reach. <laughs> reach, yeah. The, uh, the funny thing is, is like... Um, you know that is funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, just you got up, I was just looking up at our, uh, Whoa, our, look at our board. Here. It's all lighting up. <laughs> so that is a way you can jump into the discussion, guys. A couple guys are doing it up there uh, on the old discussion board in the YouTube chat room. Uh, that's one way to jump into our discussion. Uh, is as way. is hitting up uh, Denny on the D house on the Twitter. But um, I do want to give a, sh- a shout out to Fantasy Stats Guru, who was giving me some uh, some advice last week, telling me pick up Cincy D. But I actually didn't do it. I rode with the Pats because I'm such a homer. You got a safety out of it. I got a safety out of it. And they did good, good. They I think they had four less points than Cincinnati got. But I'll need your help again, Fantasy Stats Guru. Do I roll with the Pats D this week, or do I pick up the Bills versus Cleveland? Oof. You know? When in doubt. And I got to go with Tommy Terrific, right? Even though you Denver... Gotta. Allows the least fantasy points per game to the quarterback position. I got, I got to roll with them. I got Tommy. Dance with the girl that brought Or you. Matt Ryan in one league, which is, I might have to go Matty Ice. But, Ooh. you know, you can't, you know. They get the Niners, right? Yeah. They, oh, yeah, you, could, gotta, you might have gotta to go, go Matty, Matty Ice there. there. I mean, my only other options are, like, waiver options I would have to pick up if I wasn't going to go. So, like, a Tyrod Taylor or Eli Manning's out there. Yeah. Or Kaepernick. So you gotta ride, I ride got, the hot. I, I got roll, you there. You gotta know? roll with TB12. You know, no question. I, no I got a bunch of poses other than him. No question. But, All right, go on, go on. Uh, so what? I, it, it, <laughs> I agree. Do you like that? It was a good win. It was oh a good my win. god! First day with the new tongue. <laughs> but uh, before Cyrus just you know flummoxed everything, that you know it was still a good. Showing for the special teams in that first half. I yeah. mean, that Jonathan oh, that Jones. Huge play. Huge play. Touchdown yeah. at the one. Because then right after that, safety. Yeah, that was huge. Malcolm Brown, by the way, blowing it up on that safety. Yeah. I mean, finally that guy does something. I might have been a little aggressive with my preseason Pro Bowl call on him. <laughs> I love that kid. I mean, by all he's accounts, good. too, he's like has the, the, a great personality. And the dude's highly coachable. He blew up that play, though. Big, I mean, he got left 
completely unattended to on the on the line. Yeah. And then he just destroyed the fullback. The fullback. Yeah, I mean, it's just like they did that shift and it was just like, oh, okay, we're going to yeah. block a D tackle with a fullback. We're like, thanks very much. Not Pluck. so much. I'm Pluck. just going to eat that up and two points. Your for boy, Maddie Patricia. Boom. Two points for the good guys. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean,. That was good to see, and like you know, they, it was just blowing them out right off the. And the defense was good, right? You know, I mean, we just put them behind the eight ball with those poor uh, special teams plays. But I still love the special teams. It's more the Cyrus thing. The Cyrus thing is rough. I mean, the Slater thing is gonna happen. I mean, it was a. That's a tough break. That stuff happens. You yeah. Know? No one's gonna question that dude's value. It's just to me, it's a head scratcher with Cyrus at this point. I mean, obviously depth is an issue, but yeah. You know, when it comes to punts, you could have guys just strictly just get out there, send Jules out there, and he's only allowed to fair catch. I mean, if you could do it, yeah, you just fair catch every single ball or get out of the way. At least he knows how to get out of the way. And it's like Amendola looks like he's going to be back for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm kind of thinking like, let's just. I mean, this kid. You know, eventually, you know, my my whole motto was like. Who's going to hold on to the ball? Right. The kid that just dropped it. All right? Yeah, because he's going to be so pissed and be on such red alert. Cyrus yeah. seems impervious to that type of uh, thinking. He's the. Know, op- he's I think a- he's the opposite right now. He's so in his own head. He's just... And, I mean, it's been this way since the preseason, essentially. This dude's just... I mean, it's kind, of, it's kind of tough love to pull the plug on him. I mean, you'd have to put yeah. him in the practice squad because, I mean, you're dealing with cornerbacks. Oh, I don't think they're going to they oh. release him or anything like that, but I, I just think. No, but even to put a guy on the bed and saying, oh, well, him. we don't. Yeah. It's just shelfing him. And cornerbacks, what they need more than anything, confidence. That's the thing, you know? too, though. And it's, it's you. I, I was of the mindset, okay, if this kid's out there as like a depth corner, essentially, Maybe you get him in there, he starts banging heads with some guys, and he'll kind of shake those, you know, not cobwebs, but he'll kind of shake the nerves, shake the butterflies, and get into the game, you know, get a little swagger going. Mm-hmm. I, I do, I, I'm kind of a little more uh, faithful about his prospects moving down the line. Kind of to your point earlier, like, you got to believe that the Pats and Bill think this kid's ceiling is pretty damn high. Otherwise, he'd already seen his walking papers. Yeah. You know, for sure. I mean, second round pick; those those got to pan out. I mean, it's it's rough right now because that's where his value really is as yeah as as a punt returner, and it's not panning out. You know, Baltimore came into the game as the number one rated defense against the run, and they just uh, suffered a little blunt force trauma. They sure did to their dome piece, <laughs> as many defenses upside their head have done that this year as well. I mean, this guy, and I'll just continue the MVP push. For old LeGarrette Blount, goes over 1,000 yards, 15-time in Pat's history. 14 TDs. 14. Tying. Rushing TDs, tying. Curtis, Curtis, your boy, my boy. The Hall of Famer. Um, He's great. Oh, so good. Class individual. Class individual. Um, so that that was good to see. We're going to have to see more LeGarrette uh, this week, too. No uh, question. Because Denver, you know, that's their Achilles heel stopping the run, but we'll get to that in just a little bit. But I just love this guy's an animal, the way he runs, you know. Oh, it's it, unbelievable. It's, it, oh, man, I mean, we could. there are multiple plays we could talk about. My favorite of the day, late in the game, when he just Bosworthed Weddle. I don't know if you remember that, but he just plowed over Weddle, which, I mean, that Weddle's a stud. You yeah. know, he had a big game, too, but yeah. other than that. He had you a know, sack of Brady on that place. He did. He also uh, had the pick, right, in the uh, in the red zone. I believe mm-hmm. he picked that off. That said, he did get. He was the one who got scorched or blew his coverage on the uh, deep TD to Hogan, mm. and he was also the one that 
became part of the turf as Legarrette just basically <laughs> rolled over on that play. I mean, that was the thing of beauty. Oh, LG is the man. I mean, he's having a career year. It's it's pretty fun to watch. Stud, stud. Definitely, definitely. I mean, the biggest strengths right now, which I think are going to really help, especially in Denver, though. I mean, the running game is looking as good as it has in quite some time, especially this time of year. And the O line. I mean, you can't say enough about these guys right now. They're starting to. Usually week in and week out when I watch the Dallases of the world, I'm, you know, a little envious of what they bring to the table on the whole line, you know. Um, That said, you're starting to see it from our guys. Yeah, and we rightly so slurp Dante Skarnacki every single (laughs) week. No question. Because it's obvious. I mean, if this guy isn't getting nominations for assistant coach of the year, then those writers or whoever does that right. are asleep at the those wheel. Those schmoes. Because, I mean, you just... I it's mean, unbelievable. What more do you have to... The guy has to retire just to show his value to the team. It's unbelievable. And then you have to bring him back. Dude's 68, for God's sakes. Interesting uh, quote from uh, Shawnee Mack, uh, put it out there on, on the wires, from Josh McDaniels, that Shaq Mason has a chance to be the best god he's ever coached. I heard that, yeah. And he... I mean, the dude is pretty athletic. Mm-hmm. He also... One point I've noticed, he's the type of guy who looks like he has equipment on when he doesn't have it. The dude looks like his helmet is just part of his head. and it's, You know what I'm saying? He just has like, the dude looks like he was built to play, play football, play O-line really, you know? Oh. The dude's a load. Stud, and I love that, in this interior line. Oh, you yeah. know, that was really kind of a little bit of a red flag going back like 18 months, you know? But it's like Andrews comes in seamless. Oh, yeah. Shaq Mason's been doing nothing but improving in his two years in the league. Right. And, you know. Tooney. And Tooney just comes right in, oh, no yeah. problem, no big deal. NBD, bro. You know? I, I mean, I couldn't differentiate between him and David Andrews in the lineup. But right. What are you going to say? I mean, <laughs> Give yourself some credit. I guess, you know. The O-line rocked it, according to Hamto up there. Yeah, boy, Hamto. Can you read that far, Mike? Uh, I'm going to rely on you for Fantasy that. Fantasy Stats Guru was saying he, does, he doesn't see Lewis or White stealing any running back TDs, so it's a safe bet. That's really well, where we're going to attack him with those running backs. I mean, that's where the big plays are now. James, James Lewis. <laughs> what, what team does he play for, James Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take a laughter White. time out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's so good. <laughs> we're getting but, a courtesy White, expansion of the text as well. Props. White, oh, I love that. White and Malcolm Mitchell. I mean, that's where the big plays were. Oh yeah. I mean, in Hogan, that last one. Um, one play I want to point out that <laughs> was ridiculous that we weren't able to challenge this one was that strip sack. That Flowers came <laughs> in, he, just, he totally took it from him. He did. And, you know, they, they replay it, or, like, maybe I, I just DVR. No, they did, just they did. They re- and I'm listening for that whistle. I don't hear that whistle. <laughs> I didn't hear a whistle either. I don't hear that whistle stomping his, uh, his progress. Either. And uh, that, Bill gave him a little bit of info, but I, I really thought that should have been, you know, take a time out. Really let it, you know, let oh, John yeah. Gruden bitch about that for a while. It was pretty interesting. Um that play, one thing I did hear during the replay was John Gruden say, Flowers may be the best player on the Patriots defense. <laughs> now, I don't know if he was just fired up during dude. the moment. I mean, the dude, what he maybe is the most productive player on the Pats D because that dude has very limited snaps most weeks. Yeah. And he, the guy's always just, you always see him showing up. Yeah. Sacks, tur- strip sacks. Guy makes big plays. Dude, I mean, when we were like losing Chandler and, you know, 
there was a little bit of weariness. You know, when oh, you yeah. bring in Long, Flowers is here for a second year, turned into a beast. Mm-hmm. Jabal shared, needed a little doghouse time, but he seems like back on the rail. Oh, and yeah. Ninkovich had a good game. Right. He was all over the place. He's been a little bit of an absentee uh, in that backfield. Yeah, I mean, it is. So, <clears throat> a couple things on the D. They're really starting to fly around. I know the last few weeks we were playing some also-rans out there, but... It was great to see it against a formidable opponent. And I don't know, it certainly happens to have coincided with Jamie Collins. I'm not saying it's as a result of his departure, but whatever's happening, whether it's just the maturation of the team, you know, this many weeks into the season, picking up the, you know, Van Noisel world, giving more snaps to McClellan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just interesting now that they're they're gelling and they're playing with some serious passion out there. You know, they they were just flying around the field. It was it was fun to watch. There were some points, though, like I, I, I want to say it was the second half where there was uh, it def- definitely during that stretch where things were getting a little uh, precarious, but there were some serious missed tackles in the game, though. It's kind of the, you know, and the other side of the coin. That's something they hang their hat on is being a short tackle yeah. team. Spe- the play that comes to mind is the that uh, swing to the fullback yes. there where he just— <laughs> That was ridiculous. I mean, it was it was silly. It was silly. Kyle Huberstank? <laughs> yeah, Huber, Huber. Who Hoobs. Um, I had it phonetically written there somewhere. There you go. I think Hoobacheck sounds right. Yeah. Somewhere in that <laughs> somewhere in that range. <laughs> we got a few of those. We should have came into some Hoobastank. <laughs> now he thinks of it. Kyle Hooscheck. Hooscheck. Yeah, he uh the guy looked, looked pretty amazing Hoos-check. on that one play. Hoos-check. Didn't yeah. look too amazing he when he got destroyed in the end zone by uh, <laughs> <laughs> by he, he had a few nice plays. He did. Yeah, he, he was looking good out there. He might be, uh, you know, old James Devlin. You know, when uh, he yeah. moves on, who knows? Another guy to always give props to on the Ravens. How can you not love him, Steve Smith, oh, Senior? Dude, I love. You hear some of his um, quotes after the game. Like, do you take any solace of uh, you know the way you guys came back? Do you take anything out? He's like. Kind of like a, a bad sandwich. When somebody <laughs> makes you a bad sandwich, I mean, you're grateful because it's a sandwich, but it's a bad sandwich. So they did a bad job making it. It was just like he oh, made some comment too about eating fish sticks for dinner or something. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know what he's got some gems. Oh yeah, he's got some the gems. dude's the man though. You gotta love the way he plays. Definitely. I mean, if you have to respect one of the Ravens, that's that's the one. He's you the choose, guy. I guess he's the guy. Uh. When is T Sizzle uh, gonna change his name to <laughs> T Fizzle? Because I mean that Felt dude's that hanging on because of name recognition. He showed up right there. Now. He had a couple hits on old TB. He did, but that one that I'm thinking of was TB rolled like right yeah, into yeah, him. Yeah. It was just like oh, it was like that time uh, Favre laid down for old uh, <laughs> straight. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> exactly. Wasn't quite that bad, but still. But, um, <clears throat> sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Yeah, I thought it was interesting too talking about the O line. Um, at one point. Um, <clears throat> they came out with the three tight end set with Fleming, Lengle. Yes. Who, Lengle, the dude is a beast. I mean, you look at that guy. He's large. He is a large man. Uh, certainly, the physical stature there is no joke. Um, but, yeah, they came out with Fleming, Lengle, and Bennett. Three tight end set with Bennett lined up inside Lengle, and they hit Ben again, kind of confusing. The, yeah, they're confusing like they're, they're still like trying to get a hold of what the hell the formation is. Of those is. three they guys, though, of those three tight ends, yeah, one of them you've ever heard of 
including like Pat's Nation. Yeah. You think he might be the one you cover. Yeah. And they, one of them's number 71. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe just right. don't worry about him so much. Yeah. But but I like that, you know, the possibilities from those sets where you got just some smash-mouth football. How funny was it, by the way, talking about Skarnecchia and the value of the O-line right now, mm-hmm. when they just basically went off-tackle three plays in a row. Like, it was a high school game. They're like, hey, it worked this way. Let's try it the other way. Yeah. worked again. Hey, we're here. We come three in a row. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's... You gotta love this December football. You know that calendar hits December, and you know what to expect. Some frigid Foxborough football, and there was a lot of that Very out nice there on alliteration. Sunday. Eh, you know, throw it out there now and again. And you know, you could kind of tell as the game wore on, tackling the guy blown, eh, you know, not that easy. A little bit of a business decision, you know. Absolutely, up to, absolutely. But um, you know it. it you got you got to give props to the D. I mean, with the how they were put behind the eight ball uh, with those special teams in the third quarter. Oh yeah, you know they did kind of rise up, and there, there was some key po- points where they held them just three. One one uh, the kind of shining moment for the special teams department. How about that was uh, from Shane McClellan. That was unbelievable. So good. I'm glad you brought it up. And it's like Sean Mack, you know, in true, uh, you know, being true to his Bostonian roots. Sprinkles the old announcer uh, jinx on there. He's like, he hasn't missed a kickoff oh, season yeah, of field rude. goals or extra points. And point. John Gruden, I don't think I've ever seen him miss a... Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. It's like the words weren't out of their mouth before oh, Shea is pulling his best Jamie Collins. I know, huh? So good. A little combination of Shea and, uh, and Kyle Van Noor. It's like, are they replacing... The Collins fact. They're coming along. I mean, Shane no McClellan, I was like, I, I was excited about him when we picked him up yeah. in the offseason. I mean, former first-round pick, it's like yeah. this guy comes with versatility. I mean, Belichick's going to get his hands on him. Yeah. So maybe it took a little bit to be like, whoa. I mean, it they definitely learned a lot on this defense. It definitely – I mean, we touched on it last week, but it yeah. definitely seems like the D is rounded that corner now where they're coming with – just all kind, you know, different looks. They're faking, it's coming second nature to them. They're oh, relying yeah. on their instincts, showing you one look. Doing, you know, you don't know who's dropping back, who's rushing, and that versatility now is really starting to pay off. And maybe it was just a matter of time where you know these guys had to build up the communication and all get on the same page. But I mean, they looked pretty damn good against you know one of the toughest opponents in December. Yeah. Playoff atmosphere at home. It was a, a great game. I also think like the Pats D, they really kind of get a little, you know, burr in their Bridges. shoulder plaids or the britches of their jock strap. When, you know, teams come to town like Baltimore Ravens like, oh, number one rated defense, oh, you yeah. know. And then they're gonna go to be to Denver. It's like, oh, number one rated pass defense, you know. Right. And that's why I think they're gonna show up. That coupled with the fact, you know, Simeon can still, you know, look like a rookie even though it's second year, but let's not go there just yet. Let's put it I hear Vichet is uh, jumping in. What the hell V-Chet. did they extend Cannon for? I think it's a good move. I mean the guy's playing like a beast this the year. The guy looks good. And you know Vichet might have to watch that back. Watch that game that game tape. Yeah. The old line that was the best performance by the old Lund in uh, when did uh, Scarnegie retire? I mean, yeah, that was two years ago. Yeah, I mean, they looked they looked great most of the game. I mean, don't forget that was the number one defense coming into the game. And they're getting that continuity. That's the seventh game in a row that they've started the same five guys. So that unit's definitely gelling. And uh, you know, we got the right guy at the helm there for that. But uh, no yeah, don't don't sleep on Cannon. It's a good sign. It's a good sign. Plus, hey. Don't be worried about the years and stuff that, like, you know, 40% of it's guaranteed, you know? So if he's not the same player in three years, see you later. See you later. 
Uh, Brady um, playing with some serious fire. Oh yeah, dude. You see, he got on Edelman when he broke off that route. Oh, yeah. He was like throwing shit on the sidelines and like <laughs> he was going bananas. Yeah, he, was. he was going bananas. Uh, it was amazing. I when, loved every second of it. Yeah, he's in for a rude awakening once that calendar hits four zero. I'll tell you what, <laughs> Edelman. Uh, he's gonna be fine. He's gonna play he's another playing until he's forty five. That's guy the latest. But, when he's you know, when he's forty three, he's gonna say fifty. I mean, Testa Verde played till God knows what, and that it's guy true. was eating pizzas on the sidelines. <laughs> He wasn't eating avocado ice cream. Oh, no. Oh, but uh, I don't know. A lot to like about the game. I mean, obviously, there were, like you said, there were certainly plenty of missteps. Obviously, uh, giving up, you know, 14 Brady's, points Brady's back to back. Is, was, that was a little rough, yeah, huh? Yeah, that was his one, uh, you know, little blemish on the day. But It was. Get him out. Get him out of his back, system. The, uh, the Edelman thing, by the way, I don't know if you heard his quote this week. Um, Regarding Brady screaming at him, but he sounded a little him? like I love he loves me a battered wife there. I don't know. I mean, which is you know maybe it's not a good joke to make around yeah, football, but it's not, a, not the yeah, dude. Um, right? I mean, he's like Ray he Rice. You? Ray Rice checking in. Uh, didn't like Danny's last <laughs> comment. Oh, wow. wow! Feels like you're tasing him. I'd be a little more scared if he wasn't yelling at me because if he yells at you, he says he loves you. That's Jules. Yeah, sure thing, Jules. A lot of truth to that. I do it because I care. I think he's not, you're not a lost cause. You see what you make me do? It, it, it's starting out like, you know, the really a defensive struggle. And it seems like once uh, the Pats went up 9 nothing, and uh, they lost their boy Jimmy Smith shortly before oh, yeah. that to a knee, their best cornerback, then then Tom kind of took over. And, and, you know, it's great to see because, like, this is what the Pats do. They're like, all right. We'll spread you out right. for the first couple series. We'll see how you're, you're guiding certain guys, and then we'll see what mismatches we want to take advantage of in the middle of the field. Oh, yeah. Sometimes that was Bennett. Sometimes that was James White. Sometimes that was Malcolm Mitchell. Hogan. Little Hogan on the bomb that sealed the game. That Here, was huge. Here's a question for you. I was going bonkers. I don't think anybody would argue that the Pats are a better team without Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. But sort of like we're seeing up in old Detroit – Oh, do you think do you think there's sort of that Megatron list factor where He's like Stafford? I think Stafford even said in the offseason, like, I think we're gonna be a better offense, which we were kinda like <laughs> Sure thing, Stafford. Yeah. See ya, not in the playoffs. But now look I mean Detroit's playing well. But the point is, do Jim, you think Jim Bob Cooter gets an entire <laughs> like uh you know training camp underneath his belt? I had to get that in. But uh I went to Matthew Berry. Is it possible that Brady's just having to elevate his game? I mean, certainly through the years, he's had to, he's had the guys he locks in on, and Gronk is one of them. Mm-hmm. Where he'll just he just can't break off that. He just he's forcing it to Gronk. If you want to nitpick things about Brady, occasionally he'll lock on to the Gronks and Edelmans of the world. But yeah, it was like Brady of old spreading it out. His it. favorite receiver is the open receiver. <laughs> but it, it's like I mean, he, was that supposed to be John? Fasano? I don't know whose voice that was, no, but I just I just good. rode with I it. Like it. I like it. I like it. But yeah, I mean, I like it. Also, <laughs> it's a giggly show tonight. Oh, it's a boy. giggly show. It always is. It always is. You make me laugh, old Denny boy. Uh, how about the flea flicker they're hitting in that third quarter? Yeah, you know, I like. You know, they seem to break those uh, funny plays out against old Baltimore mm-hmm. and against our old D coordinator. It, it was. It was looking like after that, like uh, Dean Pease. The Pats went up twenty-three to three, and then on the ensuing Ravens possession, you know. They can't convert that third and three because Wallace drops that ball down the middle of the field. Then it was just looking like 
all right, we're going to step on their throat. Right. And this is going to be a laugher. And Conley's going to be one for one in predictions this year. There you go. Bingo, bango. But uh, Bingo change didn't happen because then old Cyrus Jones goes. Cyrus, yeah. And so then... that's eight fumbles on punt returns for the New England Patriots. That leads the NFL. It's unbelievable. Old Cyrus got half of them. Four spots. It's literally unbelievable. It's crazy. That was the first one he lost. I heard that today, though. He's fumbled, but he's that was the first one that he lost to the other team. Oh, really? Yeah, normally... Uh, he gets it back? Uh, not he or, you know, Someone one of else. his buddies that expects... Brandon King. Yes. Brandon Bolden. Um, Some of these other studs. Jonathan <clears throat> Jones. I, I, nevertheless, favorite I still like player. the special teams. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... I mean, geez. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the punt returns. I mean, also just sending back two guys when it's not a... Uh, <laughs> Bills loves to reference Foxborough High School. I mean, it was like, what's happening here? <laughs> Sending two guys back. Oh, so good. Two guys back. Shake it off, Matty Slater. It was good to see Matt Slater out there. Not coughing the ball up, but, you know, he's getting over that foot injury. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't the best play there. And, I mean, one thing that I thought, you know, definitely added to the excitement of this game, though it wasn't exciting at the time, uh, just huge momentum swinging plays between the McClellan block. Yeah. These are huge plays in a game, you know, that yeah. really just swing the emotion and and really the game. When you caught when you give fourteen points to the Ravens, like, hey, you know what? Let's get you guys back in this game. Let's see if we can't make this a dogfight. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a very enjoyable game to watch if you weren't a Pats fan. You know, I was. I had my yeah. heart in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. Seven minutes left in the third out quarter. Yeah, yeah. But, it was. It was great though to see. The dagger come out to old Hogan. Oh, yeah. That was so good. Was and, you know, th- this is what's so dynamic about this team is, is, you know, they can just run it down your throat. True. You know, they're, they're a chameleon offense. Or they can just hit you with a bomb to dash your spirits, you know. So it's like in like the play action just worked killer, you know. they Once, you know, LeGarrette established himself he was sucking up those backers and they were right. just dumping it over oh yeah you know to bennett and it was just uh, it was great to see yeah i'm hoping to see more of the same this week if it's a good time to segue over to the old denver game i think we should because as we all know this year denver still has a great d uh they not do. as good of an offense um but that said the broncos run defense 29th in the nfl right now right so you would think we have an idea of the game plan coming into the game, but yeah, but you never know. You never know. They you could know, come out aired be, out. Oh, 60 this is times. what they think. Yeah, it like, tends to be the way it goes. It at is. least when I think I have an idea of what the Pats are going to do. It is. I think this has to be one of those nights where you got to show me you can st- stop it first. Yeah, you know, and like you mix it in. I mean, McDaniel's has just been even better on his second stint at calling plays, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of that is we talk about how great Brady is and the, the kind of the definition of greatness is, uh, you know, making those around you better. And obviously that is evident on a weekly basis with his, uh, you know, receivers, how he makes them better, you know, mm-hmm. just working with them out to practice and like, you know, just demanding perfection for them. But John Gruden brought up an interesting point uh, in the pregame of, like, how he helps Blunt. And, like, you know, go to the line and you call two plays. You know, one was a run left, one's right. He sort right. phase. He sees what's going to be a better running lane for LeGarrette, and he checks for that play. I mean, the guy is just... He's pretty good at what he does. He I mean, terrific. there's there's no He's one better. Terrific. Even Vaughn Miller said it this week. He can, yeah. Maybe even just today, but... 
the toughest guy he's ever played, and then no one's better at the pre-snap, you know? Reads, yeah. That, yeah, I mean. That's where he makes his It's money. huge. I mean, it's interesting, too, how much you notice Brady this week more than ever was just so vocally hollering at whether it was Hogan or Edelman going in motion. And yeah. oddly, right before that uh, play where he was flipping out on Edelman, literally on the same play, he was hollering at him to get lined up properly. It seemed... Anyways, that's just a random comment, but yeah, no. the dude was fired up about it. But oh, man. <clears throat> definitely, that's, that's I mean, there's name. no one as Bill as Bills want to say. There's no nobody you'd rather have back there under center than old number twelve. No, that's question. the truth, folks. No question. And we are fortunate enough to cheer for him. God He's dang with right. Ah, team. That said, I would advise anytime you need a little perspective, if you can find it on YouTube, go check out the 1990 Patriots and like maybe watch, you know, like we're coming up on week 15, maybe watch their week 15 game. It's probably a loss. They dropped 15 that year. So it's, you know, so it's just terrible. You know, you know, I'm, oh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. We're sitting here 11 and two. It was the Rod Rust year, I believe. Wow. Rod Rust. Yeah. Going deep, deep. Sitting there at eleven and two, in the driver's seat. It's true. In the AFC. We're so spoiled now that, you know, week fourteen we get fired up for the big game, and most of these games we just expect to win. We are the definition of spoiled <laughs> fans. But hey, we better bask in it while we can, right? Oh, it's true. But Denver, in Denver, Brady's got a two and seven record. Yeah. So that's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And you know, dropped two there last year. One in the regular season versus uh, the Brockweiler. And then one in the playoffs versus Peyton Manning. Little different scenario. This uh, and you know Brady kind of touched upon uh, how confident he feels in his backfield because you didn't have a Dion Lewis in that game last year, and you did not have a Garrett Blount in that right. game. So that's going to be really evident. Um, Chris Harris, I guess, is going to be fine after that shot to the knee last crazy. week. Crazy, Douglas. Yeah. Gave him. I mean, that's pretty crazy. Harry you know? Douglas. Harry Douglas. My favorite. My favorite mildly phallic name. Yeah. In the NFL. <laughs> Harry Douglas. I feel like if that guy played soccer, the Brits would just have a field day with that name. Yeah. Old Harry Douglas. Whacked him on the knee with his <laughs> Harry Douglas. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, so he, he's going to be back. And so those those corners, they uh, are formidable. But you got to think there's something Bill knows about a keep to leave that he's going to just prey on him a little bit. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, Hanto's giving uh, could hand him a pistol and uh, <laughs> probably take himself out of the game, you know, with it. It's true. What's up with Hanto? He's giving oh, Ho- Hogan him. some love, as he should, but, uh, you know, he's wondering if that's going to spell the end for Amendola. I really don't think it is. Hanto's asking about the weather in Denver. It's supposed to be frosty, from what I've heard. Yeah, it's going to be a dusting. It's not like it's Foxborough. You know? Frosty. I mean, it probably won't even be snowball snow. It'll be the dusty stuff. Frosty. No big deal. You can shovel with a broom. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not, do they get I do the real stuff? Mean. I mean. The AJ Derby Bowl, some are calling this game. <laughs> really? No, nobody's <laughs> calling that. But I'm wondering if, you know, how many weeks removed we are from that transaction. If it's going to, at the time, we were a little leery and wondering, will there be any ramifications? Was it an ill-advised move? Yeah. Now that we're running out the Lengels and the Flemings of the world. Just, It'll be interesting to see. And, and Derby's come on a bit lately, too. Yeah, he has. But he, he had a key fumble for him last week. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think we kind of know what to expect with Denver. I mean, we played them, you know, a decent amount of times here. That's kind of another burgeoning uh, uh, rivalry, I yes. guess. Because, you know, I mean, nobody do we run into in the playoffs more than the Ravens. But, oh, yeah. You know, 
Um, we played a lot of meaningful games against these guys, though. Yeah, it's as Tom will tell <clears> you, <throat> it's different different team this year. We have to see what this team can do. First, he will tell you that. He also thing. mentioned the fact that he's watched that game a good amount of times. I bet. So, so. And it's certainly even Bill admitted the game certainly has relevance as far as the continuity of the coaching staff and the right. You know, aside from they some key Vaughn players, Miller. they sure do. And he better be mocked. Because I think he's going to be. Getting he, a, he beat beat us single handedly last year. He sure did. Yeah, I mean, I think this game could be it could be tight. I I could see the Pats after last week's performance. I'm feeling more confident that they can go in. I mean, we hadn't really seen a good measuring stick, but uh, you know that said, coming into last week, the Ravens are trending in one direction. I feel like the Broncos are sort of trending in the other direction. Yeah, I mean that's a big win for the Pats <clears throat> over the Ravens because now when you look at the playoff pitch in the AFC East, it's really going to come down. To, now you think that um, the Steelers ha- are in the driver's seat to take that central, mm-hmm. you know? And the AFC West has been so great this year that Kansas City and the Raiders, the Raiders they're in, yeah, right? So there's really only one spot open. And so you got teams like and any of the teams that uh, don't win that shitty division, like the South, you know? <laughs> the like the Titans, I like them. Yeah, the t- I'd know? rather see that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the they- Texans right now would take it, and they are... Not that good of a team, no, let's be honest. I mean, I like Bill O'Brien, but, I mean, his yeah. his squad got beat by our third stringer. Osweiler, man. He doesn't look like he's no. worth, worth the money. I mean, I wasn't that shocked. But that Titans team, <clears throat> man, they, they had a big win versus Denver this week. That's kind of a little eye-opener. They're yeah. over 500 now. They got a chance. They really run the football. Mike Munchak is like, Munch. Oh, oh, so this is what? Oh, is it Munchak or Malaki? Malaki, either Malaki. way. Munchak might be on his staff, though. I think. I think I put that in your head, Mike, Mike Munchak. I was Did thinking, him, I was thinking it as well. I mean, Munchak. Munchak. This is a mind meld. You know, we M- won't try and get Malaki Munchak. I mean, two strong American <laughs> names, no question. Both alliterative. Both, <laughs> both, I believe, old linemen in their day. Yes, both onomatopoeia. Yeah, Munchak. Um, if it is snow, that's better than rain or wind. It is. You know, so that'll be good. Tom will still be throwing BBs out there. Speaking of BBs, that slant he threw to Malcolm Mitchell. That, that was, was a laser beam. That was with with the uh, with the um, blitz coming hot on him, and he's just like, "All right, this is the one we're not yes. accounted for. I'll just rip a seed right here to my rookie stud tight end, who's now got four touchdowns in four games. Sickening. Also, the good hands play of the game. All state good hands play of the game. <laughs> that, uh, the grab by Bennett was pretty impressive. Also, oh the yeah, that, he Granted, wrestled he, it away. From he that had too. about six inches on the dude, so he, I think, should get that ball. But yeah. still, it was. It, it was, was a nice good. Grab. Like you know, people started <laughs> knocking his. You know, Brewski, as we said last week, started knocking his hot maybe yeah. a little bit. So it was good to see him wrestle for that. Brewski ball. of all guys probably should have knocked yeah. it. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> Sorry, I went there. He's I went just there. got a huge chin. You know, he's also got three rings. On, okay, <clears throat> pay the proper respect. Brewski, no, Brewski. everyone loves Brewski, including you myself. You know, uh, it was a hard joke. I mean, he had to make it. <laughs> you put it on the platter like that. <laughs> Woo! Hey you. So limited practices uh, today, Martellus, Marty B, Malcolm, Landon Roberts, Eric Rowe, and Matthew Slater, all limited. Uh, Danny obviously did not practice. Also Jordan Richards, but, I mean, don't worry about him. Ain't too worried about it. Ain't no worry about it. Um, Solid AJ Derby put in a full practice today. So, you know, Be alert. You know, Be alert, no folks. big deal. Do we have an answer? You know. Um, we'll see. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, Denver's not 
looking too hot right now. The offense is not that strong. I think uh, the Pats have plenty of fodder for uh, the revenge factor. Yeah. Brady's certainly replaying that stuff in his head. Wants to up that record in Denver. What do you think? Pat, we got Pats minus three. Pats minus three. Wow. In Denver. In Denver. I mean, I just like Belichick versus young quarterbacks. And this kid is essentially a rookie. Right. You know, even though he was on the team last year. It's his first go-around. It's his first go-around. And his first go-around versus Bill. That that's mm, people's first go around versus Bill doesn't usually fare too well. Don't you know? go too well. And you got Patricia, you know, switching things up. He's a master of changing up the looks, you know, in these last minute shifts. And you know, not only we talk all the time about McDaniel's and how he gets the matchup he wants on the off side, offensive side of the ball, but you know, his counterpart is equally adept at doing that on the defensive side. So, did you know he was a rocket scientist? I did. Every week, man. RPI. My buddy was a schoolmate of his. Every week they mention that. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, you got to get the uh, casual viewer, you know? It's true. This you got to. You got to. Um, so who do you think, now that we're looking at that AFC playoff picture, is Baltimore done now? Or they still kind of have a road to go, and maybe Denver's done. They're Especially not. Because Denver's remaining schedule is Pats, and then they still have to play the Chiefs and the Raiders. They have the toughest schedule left, yeah. Yeah. I think if, if it ended today, if what I'm looking at here, Pats and Chiefs <clears throat> are it, the top two seeds. It's true. And then you have uh, the Broncos and Raiders and the Steelers and the Texans getting in. Well, the Steelers and Texans, because they won their divisions, would be 3-4. And then yeah. Oakland and Denver, as it is now. But like we say, they have that horrible schedule. Right. So you got the Miamis of the world, or Baltimore gets in there. I mean, it'd be great to not see Baltimore get in there, you know? It would be great. You know? Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice for the Titans to get in, I think. You know, yeah. it'd be a good story. I mean, they'd have another miracle up their sleeve. Yeah. A Christmas yeah. miracle. Uh-huh. It'd also uh, be nice to end the Dolphins season. That's yeah. always be fun, too, you know? That is true. Interesting to see another AFC East squad in the mix, though, you know, this time of year. It's been a, it's a rare we treat these days. Pats right now, uh, worst strength schedule in the league. So, looking for that litmus test. Maybe it's the Broncos in Denver this week. So, uh, anything? you got five seconds. You want to just say? Tough to increase the strength of schedule or in the schedule when the rest of the league is weak sauce. Weak sauce. Hey, gang, thanks for dropping in with us, Pat Nation. Really appreciate it. Thanks, you guys, for hitting us up on the uh, chatterbox up there. Uh, if you're not listening live, hit us up on the YouTube comment section and let us know what we should talk about next week. For old Denny Harris, I am Mike Conley. This has been another edition of Patriots Rap 360. Thanks for tuning in with us, gang. Go Pats! <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.